Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Well, if you're looking for a new gig, I've got one for you. Uh, Netflix is looking for a new flight attendant to join its dream crew. Yes, the streaming giant is hiring a primary flight attendant for one of its super mid-sized private jets based out of San Jose, California, near their uh, Las Gatos headquarters. Uh, in addition, though, I mean, this look, it's not going to be an easy job, okay? You're going to have to perform pre-flight cabin inspections. You're going to have to conduct safety briefings. And you're going to be responsible for maintaining the stock room. I know. I know. It's, uh, expect a lot out of you. <laughs> you're also going to be required to work flights on the Gulfstream G5 uh, as needed. So the candidates are going to be required to demonstrate a professional representation of Netflix aviation at all times while performing the duties of the position. The applicant should embrace Netflix culture and be able to operate with little direction and a lot of self-motivation. So just make sure you know what people like that usually fly on the planes and make sure that it is well-stocked before takeoff, okay? Of course, Netflix aviation is confidential air transportation. (laughs) So you should do your job with discretion. That means shut your face. Now, they claim they're not giving a price, a compensation, but according to market value, anywhere between sixty thousand, I'm not doing. I'm not doing the flight attendant job for Netflix for sixty thousand dollars. And they claim that the upper pay is three hundred eighty-five thousand dollars. Yeah, uh, I'll do it for that. So maybe you know, this time around, you're a new hire. We get you in for three hundred thousand a year, no problem. Oh, I forgot to mention. Look, uh, it's going to be a varied work schedule, including domestic and international travel weekends and holidays extended travel periods and you're going to have to be able to lift and carry up to 30 pounds i keep adding things on what you're going to have to do it's amazing but if you want the job that's what you're going to have to do now they have 30 offices around the globe things are tough for netflix they've got offices in madrid seoul tokyo mexico city and london so you know aside from the united states of america so netflix uh, if you want the gig you can be their flight attendant on their private jet um that's you know good luck i hope you get the job Uh, i'm willing to do that job to be honest (laughs) uh i would that would be a that would be a nice gig but i'm probably not qualified i know that whole thing about discretion and keeping my mouth shut kind of ruins it for me. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So how could you turn away from the BBC uh, when they were doing a wrap-up of a soccer game, their show uh, with uh, Lanker and Shearer 
and all of a sudden uh, they had all kinds of porno n- noises going on behind them all kinds of sex sounds going on behind them and it went on for about 10 minutes they couldn't stop it they didn't know where it was coming from uh the whole time they're just on the show trying to figure out hey where is this sound coming from uh, we've an fa cup uh, we've an fa cup winners only policy in the studio tonight. Oh. and i don't know who's making that noise but so alan Shearer is on the commentary gantry alongside um, steve bauer oh and it went on for 10 minutes i'm not turning away i am not turning away that is still happening (laughs) i don't what about the children what about them come on you know i mean they don't know what they're listening to what's that noise i don't know i don't know go play so apparently it was a prank phone that had the porn sound effects on it as a ringtone and uh this jarvis known as Jarvo69 and BMW Jarvo on social media, began calling it on the live stream of the FA Cup coverage. So apparently he had hidden the phone back behind this portion of the set. And once the broadcast was done, the announcer, Laniker, said he found the the phone taped to the back of the set as sabotage goes it was quite amusing and so the guy the video guy posted a video of him stashing the phone and then he recorded him continuing to call the phone when these guys were on the air so he kept calling the phone for you know 10 minutes more than 10 minutes until it stopped answering and then he was like oh they they found it so it was a a bit I don't know what happens to someone, uh, to the old YouTuber Jarvo69, but, uh, you know, keep an eye on your sets. <laughs> so the next time you're watching a live TV show, uh, just know that it's live. You know, BBC One is doing their uh, doing their shows live because this guy's got his, uh, got his ringtone set to uh just he just kept calling it so that the uh porn sounds would continue on the air it's funny stuff funny stuff i'm sure the bbc does not think that so if you uh, go to the library if you're one of the people that use the library and i you know i used to love libraries and uh, you come home and you have uh, an itchy throat a runny nose bloodshot eyes uh you could have a secondary exposure to meth now they believe that it should be fine and it does shouldn't cause long-term chronic health problems but uh, you know just beware a second library in colorado has been closed down because of a methamphetamine contamination officials in this denver suburb of englewood shut down the city library last week within a couple of hours of getting test results showing that the contamination in the facility's restrooms exceeded state thresholds. I'm not sure what those state thresholds are, but uh, countertops tested positive for lower levels of the drug, and so they have a require a specialized cleaning, and uh, we got to clean everything. And plus, uh, you know, we don't know what we're going to do as far as the tainted services, the walls, the duct work, the exhaust fan equipment. I don't know. Maybe you just don't let people smoke meth in the library. Maybe it's just me. Uh, You know, whatever. 
So I know that uh, they closed down another library in uh, Colorado uh, not too long ago because of a meth contamination. So now they're concerned about, you know, hey, should we let everyone into the library? How do we keep them clean? Remember, they were having overdoses all through the, you know, the the mid-210s um with the opioid crisis and then they made sure all the libraries had narcan and you know they were able to uh you know help people that were having overdoses in the library um i don't know maybe you treat it like a gas station and anybody can use the bathroom but you got to get the key and you put a big board on that bad boy and if it if the person is not uh you know does not have a library card uh appears to be uh intoxicated with some sort of uh substance uh, you tell them to go someplace else. Uh, maybe you do that. Or maybe you put a separate outhouse inside the library, back in the corner for the meth addicts. Can we use the bathroom? Sure. Uh, you can use that one over there. <laughs> uh, maybe you keep the bathrooms cleaner. Maybe you clean them up. Uh, maybe you hire somebody to come in and, uh, you know, clean up the place a little bit. I know Colorado is saying, hey, 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 our strict state rules uh, for cleaning up uh, meth uh, once testing reveals it. Uh, the standards are, you know, acceptable and they were developed with an eye toward homes where frequent exposure is more likely. So you should be fine in a public setting. We're just going out of our way to protect, you know, infants and children from exposure. So just beware of that when you go to the library. If you happen to come home with an itchy throat, a runny nose, bloodshot eyes, um, you know, it's not COVID. Uh, it's just uh, meth. Now, I will say that uh, while we have a meth at libraries, we have, uh, you know, a fentanyl issue uh, in America. No question about it. And uh, I see where uh, rapper Boozy you know boozy badass uh his real name uh torrance ivy hatch uh that goes by boozy badass b-a-d-a-z-z or simply boozy uh the american rapper and uh he was with the uh you know concentration camp and he's a hip-hop star he was uh filmed uh that was i saw i saw it on twitter i don't know if it was for his instagram or his twitter account but it was from uh boozy badass and he was telling people that perhaps just something to food for thought uh boozy was uh really really uh high here it looked like he was just smoking he had a big <laughs> he had a big blunt with him a big uh big cigar marijuana stick and he was uh, in the middle of smoking it and uh he was filming his thoughts and he was reminding people that maybe, maybe you ought to go back to crack. Hey, check this out. Too many people dying in 2022. If you're going to be an addict, you might need to go back to crack. Crackheads live longer than anybody. You still see them around. That fentanyl is way stronger. <laughs> if you can't shake it, go back to crack. You're going to be funnier. You're going to live longer. Food for thought. Food for thought. 
think about it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> if you're going to be an addict, go back to crack. I mean, it's food for thought. That's just words for boozy. <laughs> if you're going to be an addict, go back to crack. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. So I see where the University of Texas at Austin, one of the largest public universities in the nation, has banned TikTok from its Wi-Fi and across its wired networks. Wow. So the university is complying with the Texas governor, Greg Abbott's recent decision to forbid state employees from having the app on government-issued devices. Yeah, but the students aren't uh, state employees anyway and it's just the latest major u.s campus to confine its students to instagram reels huh public universities in at least five states including auburn university which is in alabama the university of montana which is in montana and schools in the uh, university system of georgia have banned the tiktok app pretty incredible um man that's now look students are gonna access um, their TikTok accounts through their own data plans and their personal Wi-Fi access, right? I mean, that's still going to happen. But the university had a lot of things going for it on their university TikTok channels, right? I mean, the mascots and the uh, professors and some of their uh, sororities, we're using the app to hype recruitment. I mean, they were TikTok is a pretty big deal. I mean, according to this, and I would venture to say that it's probably more, but according to Pew, 67% of 13 to 17-year-olds have used the platform, making it the second most popular app behind YouTube. But we've talked about it before that YouTube is, or I mean that TikTok is a... Uh, you know, wholly owned subsidiary of China. And, uh, you know, we shouldn't be using it. But, man, that ship has really sailed. So now we need to hope that we can contain as much as we can and keep as much as we can here in the United States. And I don't know if that's possible or not. So be sure to follow me on Twitter, at JeffyJFR. Uh, Facebook and Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio. YouTube is Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. You can always email the show chewing the fat at the um i do not have a tiktok although i've are fought with uh you know my household for quite some time about tiktok and lost that battle so uh you know and, and i watch some of the, i get i get hooked into some of the tiktoks i talked to you about you know wanting to start my own amsr channel <laughs> I mean, there are thousands of, I mean, thousands of people watching these stupid channels. And, I mean, it's incredible. And TikTok has their own uh, their own channels where they're selling stones. and sell. It's just amazing how that, how that system works. So, I mean, I get, I'm fascinated by it as well now. But I do not have my own TikTok channel yet. But I could. Still, maybe, possible. But until then at Jeffy JFR on Twitter, Jeff Fisher Radio on 
Facebook and Instagram. Did I mention that uh, I'm on Cameo at JeffyJFR and that you can order a, a Cameo from me, whether you want it to be nice or mean? I'll do what you request. That's not free, but, uh, you know, I'll do it. Okay, so at JeffyJFR on Cameo as well. Speaking of China, I see where Black Panther and at Ant-Man sequels uh, get February releases in China. Yay! The first Marvel movies to be released in China since 2019. Yay! So, I guess Beijing has lifted its uh, de facto ban on Marvel. And uh, so, the tent poles uh, releasing both in February. It's the Chinese New Year coming up. I mean, at the end of the week, uh, we have the Chinese New Year, right? It's... Uh, what is it? It's a. Uh, it's not uh, year of the pig. It's a uh, year of the rabbit. Year of the rabbit. Not. It's not even year of the cat. <laughs> From Al Stewart. It's year of the rabbit. So that means the uh, the most recent years of the rabbit. Because uh, every twelve years you get a new a new animal. So well, I mean, the year of the rabbit occurs every twelve years. And so the year of the rabbit symbolizes longevity, positivity, positivity, auspiciousness, woodiness, cautiousness, cleverness, deafness, and self-protection. Yay! The new year brings new fortunes. And in 2023, people can expect prosperity, hope, and calm. I don't feel like that's, feel like that's not true. But that's what this person is saying. So... Uh, because of the rabbit's characteristics, we can expect relaxation, r- relaxation, fluidity, quietness, and contemplation. Oh, that's so sweet. So, there you go. Yay. <laughs> Yay for China. Yay. Uh, speaking of yay, Madonna has announced the Celebration Tour. The Celebration Tour, a 35-city global tour beginning in July that will cover her full catalog of over 40 years of music. Madonna, yes, the greatest hits tour, 40th anniversary of her breakout single, Holiday. Yay! So the 35-date celebration tour will see her return to arenas and stadiums. Yeah, remember she did the theater thing with Madame X and had to cancel, and it was, you know, it was more like the acoustic version of Madonna. But now uh, we get, uh, and she canceled the last part of it. She canceled the last part of the Madame X tour because, I don't know, she had something wrong with her hip and her knee and, she had to go back to the nursing home. But now we get the 35-city tour, global tour of Madonna. So aren't you excited? I know. Me too. I mean, she's going to be all over the world, right? I mean, she's going to kick it off in Vancouver. Uh, then she's got uh, New York, Barcelona, Paris, Stockholm, wrapping up in Amsterdam, 
<laughs> uh, she only has one date for London, but apparently, according if you look at the schedule, she's got a week off there, so she's hoping to maybe add a show or two while she's in London, depending on how ticket sales go. And uh, ticket sales go on sale this coming Friday, the 20th of January, 2023, pr- with pre-sales for fan club members uh starting it's already up you can get them right now if you're a fan club member you can get your tickets right now (laughs) so congratulations you can get your tickets right now i mean look her other concerts have been huge even the stupid madam x tour was still huge and where she's made a big resurgence is something we just got done talking about tiktok she's made some big resurgence they're saying that her music has been all over TikTok the last year. So she's making a big, I mean, the younger audience is finding out who she is. So Madonna, the icon, back on tour. Four decades of Madonna, the celebration tour. Yay. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So who died today? Who died today? Sister Andre from France, the nun, born Lucille Randon. She was born in 1904. She had turned 118 years old. Uh, she's, uh, she's dead now. Uh, rest in peace. She didn't make it to 119. I know. Sad. Because we lost uh, the what's her what's her face from Japan who was 119. <laughs> we lost her back in April, so uh, now we've lost uh, Lucille Randon, the uh, nun, French nun, at uh, 118 years of age. So that leaves us with uh, Maria Branas More from Spain. She is 115 years old, almost 116 years old. We have another person from Japan, uh, Fusha Tasumi, uh, 115 years old. And she is 115 years, 268 days. The uh, lady from Spain is uh, 115 years, 320 days. So she's a tad bit older than japan and then it goes way down to uh 114 days uh, 114 years 347 days and then you're down to these young whippersnappers of 114 years 240 days 114 years 212 days i mean you're down there those are just young spry (laughs) 
Young spry chickens. We're talking about the old ones. So Lucille Randon is who died today at 118 years of age. Rest in peace. Also, not really under who died today, but I guess I could do it. I just don't know how old they were. They were three young grizzly bears uh, that have been euthanized uh, in Montana. All three poor, all three bears were observed in poor condition, showed signs of disorientation and partial blindness, among other neurological issues. And this is the first time that this virus that they claim these bears were sick with uh had uh you know been seen in grizzly bears they had uh contracted or been infected with bird flu so now bird flu is not only killing birds and affecting what we eat and the price of our eggs now bird flu is affecting our bears and uh so if your grizzly bear is seen wandering around (laughs) (laughs) disorientation and you know running into things partial blindness uh it probably has bird flu and needs to be put down so that's what they did in montana they went ahead and put them down and what are you gonna do what are you gonna do say hey you're here little bear let's try to fix you up so i guess there's been previous reports of of black and brown bears getting infected with the bird flu but not grizzlies not grizzlies so i don't know i guess we're we got a real we got a real bird flu issue uh fox and skunk has tested positive for the virus Uh, raccoons and coyotes are catching it across the country i mean i'm not a fan i'm not a fan of bird flu according to the cdc more than 57 million poultry across the u.s were infected with the virus as of january 11th today is the 18th of january 2023 for those of you listening live it uh you know the vast majority of those birds have been killed uh they keep saying the human risk is low the human risk is low but now we're all kinds of animals are getting bird flu so the crossover effect is you know happening soon enough so the bird flu is happening so if you get fevers coughing nausea abdominal pain vomiting diarrhea eye infection difficulty breathing uh you know it could be could be meth at the library or it could be bird flu i mean see your local physician as long as we're talking about animals we might as well get into monkeys my favorite animals those are not animals Okay, those are primates. Okay, you got it. Uh, The U.S. Department of Agriculture has officially terminated the exotic animal dealer Jim Hammond's Animal Welfare Act license. So the monkey whisperer, the guy that sold Chris Brown his monkey, the monkey dealer out of Florida, has now been shut down. He can't do it legally. Uh, Now, you know, he cannot exploit vulnerable animals oh what am i working for PETA now yes yes i am (laughs) so he's got five years probation more than ninety thousand dollars in fines and now they're taking his way of life away from him so good good for him because uh i mean good for you too because all the monkeys are going to be safer now that he's not around 
but we're going to fine him. We're going to make sure he's on probation, and we're going to take his livelihood away from him. Good, good, good. That's awesome. And remember the uh, trucking company that uh, had the crash that led to the monkeys escaping uh, in Pennsylvania last year? Yeah. Uh, The crash happened, I mean, it was just almost a year ago. The tractor trailer collided with the dump truck, and 100 monkeys were being transported. Now they claim only four escaped. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Pennsylvania State Police searched and found the monkeys who were later euthanized humanely yeah we didn't just we didn't we just didn't put a bullet to their head although i'm not opposed to that humans first now i don't know if there's anything wrong with these monkeys they were on their way to a testing site right so i don't know if they had any you know any disease in them when they were you know out free from this crash but of course we caught them all and we euthanized them humanely so i don't know if that just means we gave them a shot and let them doze off into death or if we called uh we put a silencer on our gun or maybe not even a silencer you don't put a silencer on a gun that's too much you just call them up here here little capuchin monkey come here little capuchin monkey come here all right where's the other one come here bring him over here come here little monkey it's okay we know you broke out of the crash. It wasn't your fault. Come here. Where's the other two? Get them over here. I mean, to me, that's humane. I'm sure PETA would think different. Anyway, the transport company, the Quibidos Transport, uh, that is the trucking company, that has now shut down, according to PETA. So... Don't get in a crash. Don't haul monkeys and get in a crash. Otherwise, you get shut down. And as long as we're, uh, you know, talking about animals and updates and shutting down companies and keeping companies open, what are we doing with the Dallas Zoo? We have not got an update on what happened with the clouded leopard. We know that uh, the cage was tampered with and the clouded leopard got out. We know that another cage was tampered with. I mean, are the cameras broken? Is this some kind of a... You know, a Jeffrey Epstein thing where the cameras are broken. There's some kind of uh, uh, Paul Pelosi thing where we the cameras aren't working when they need to be working. What's happening? Why have we not got an update? What are we doing about the person or persons attempting to set animals free at the Dallas Zoo? We have not got an update on that. And I, I for one, am a little upset. All right, just a few stories to get you through the day. Uh, Some headlines. Uh, Archaeologists in Norway said that they have found a rune stone. I think that's rune, rune stone, rune stone, R-U-N-E-S-T-O-N-E. Rune stone. Yeah, that's what I said. Rune stone. Rune stone. Thank you. Uh, They claim to be the uh, world's oldest, uh, saying the inscriptions are up to 2,000 years old and date back to the earliest days of the enigmatic history of runic writing. Now, you may ask yourself, how did I get here? No, that's a talking head song. You may ask yourself, hey, what's a runestone? You know, what's a... Runestone. Well, I'll tell you what they are, all right? 
They're several feet high and made of granite or other stone material, predominantly during the Viking Age. Between 800 and uh, 1,050, there are over 6,000 rune stones across Scandinavia. Speaking of the Vikings, you know, I started watching Vikings Valhalla on Netflix. There's two seasons. All right, so I made it through season one. Why did we just run off to King? I know that we're supposed to, you know, think that this is kind of a real story. Kind of. It's based on a true story. But... Like close to the end of season one, there's a couple episodes left. They just run. The, the king just disappears. He took over. He ta- he takes over London. Oh, am I? This is a spoiler for Vikings Valhalla. He he takes over London, and then he marries the old queen, and then he disappears. Just goes away. He goes off to battle. And he, I liked him, King Canut. I loved him. He was a, it was a great character. And he just disappears. And they bring in an old guy that kind of looks like him. That's his father. And so they ended the season without the king. I, I just so I don't understand. I know that he was supposed to. He was going off to battle and stuff. And I know that we're you know basing this on a true story. I get it. But I feel like you know since we're basing it on a true story, maybe we you know let the guy stay. <laughs> he was kind of a cool guy. It was a cool character. He was king. He was the king Canut just uh disappointing so i'm hoping that uh since season two they bring my boy back now i know in real life i was reading a little bit about the king and in real life he goes off and i think he dies in some battle in denmark or something but uh i don't know that he ever comes back to london i i think he's supposed to come back to london though before he goes off to another battle but uh, anyway i i enjoyed the the first season of vikings of Valhalla, except for that I like the Greenlanders, I like the Vikings, you know, where they're battling amongst themselves between the pagans and the Christians. And, you know, it was, it was interesting. But if it's based on a true story, you know what? Let's, let's change a couple of things and keep the king around for a little bit. What do you say? Okay, sorry, sidetracked. Back, uh, back to a little bit of the headlines. Uh, chemists have developed a fluorescent dye that allows imaging of difficult-to-see cancerous brain tumors. Well, we already had the dye, but I guess we needed some new kind of dye. Uh, FTX discloses $415 million of assets that were hacked. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened to that $415 million. We were hacked. What are you going to do? You know, I set it down. Next thing I know, I turn around, the computer was gone. That's just another $415 million. What are you going to do? Sorry. I know. I know. I want it to be there. I want that money there for you. But, you know, I'm just sitting here at my mom's house <laughs> thinking, wow, man, if I only hadn't let that $415 million be hacked, you guys could have got some of your money back. All right all right no problem i see where disney is uh having trouble with their board uh the mouse house is not pleased with the new investor nelson peltz trying to gain uh, a spot on its board and they're fighting they're duking it out in fact that's what they're doing at the disney board meetings they're just fighting it out this guy accumulated like 900 million dollars in disney and then he wants to uh, get get a seat on the board and he's saying that hey the company is screwed up they don't know you don't know what they're doing and and the CEO success's plan is BS, and so I want in. And Disney's like, um, no. So that's fun. 
Oh, and uh, Microsoft, uh, the uh, tech giant, as you know, uh, rumored to uh, be cutting 5% of its workforce, about 10,000 people. That uh, They're getting the pink slip, I think, today. But uh, the report is that it's coming. So according to the CEO, uh, that, hey, Microsoft isn't immune to global changes and predicted a challenging next two years. Okay. Well, I thought you guys were just investing in the $10 billion chat GPD uh, open AI. Yeah, we're doing that. That's That's separate. That's separate from you employees that need to get paid. We don't want anything to do with that. Oh, all right. No problem. I I know Amazon is getting ready to cut uh, big time, too. And uh, one little uh, political thing before I give you a couple of my favorite stories to end the show. Uh, One thing. I see where uh, Army General Mark Milley traveled to Ukraine-Poland border, and he's holding uh, in-person meetings with top Ukrainian military officials. I do not like that at all. No, I know these dingleberries at the WEF are talking about uh, getting making Ukraine part of NATO. Uh, if if Millie's over there on the border, I know that we had uh, some kind of training going on over there. Uh, our military instead, we're bringing them over here now to train uh, Ukrainian military guys with our equipment. But now, if Millie's over there, we have uh, we have still our boots on the ground in Poland, the NATO country. Uh, stay out of there we need to be done with this russian ukrainian war man we are in this thing for a long time and millie's another one that screwed up afghanistan or at least the withdrawal of afghanistan and he's over there he's going to screw up this ukrainian russian thing too i just i want to be done with the ukrainian russian war i want to be done with that soon and I don't think there is anything close to being done with it because this administration loves it and is all for it. So, all right. All right. All right. It's not really all right, though. But I just say that because I get angry and I don't want to be angry. I don't. I'm talking to you. I don't want to be angry. Let's talk about the price of love. You know how much it costs for love. Well, Match Group is testing a $500 a month subscription to Tinder. So according to Bloomberg, uh, while the Tinder feature is still in an experimental mode, they're moving ahead with uh, subscriptions for Hinge, which is another one of the dating apps, uh, rolling out a souped-up version for highly motivated daters that cost up to $60 a month. We'd totally sign up for it if it meant seeing. Uh, this uh, this article talks about, hey, do we get to see uh, extra special profiles? I'll sign up for it. Really, what they're doing is setting up a way for you to subscribe to prostitution. That's what the way I read this. I get a subscription to your app, and if I'm paying $500 a month to swipe right, and the other person is paying $500 a month to swipe right. When I swipe right, I expect to swipe right. You know what I'm saying. And I think you do. And I'll leave you with one last thought for the day. 
here during uh, throwing out some headlines at you. Uh, I read this yesterday on uh, Jeff Fisher Radio uh, Facebook page. The last year or the last day of this year, the last day of this year is 12-31-23. So that means the last day of this year is one two three one two three now how scared are you stream and subscribe to more blaze media content at the blaze.com slash podcasts